Thursday morning. You know what that means. And he's on the microphone with Brian and Gene. The morning sickness show is where I want to be. Showing my guitar soft and gently. Where bacon rules all and Bloody Marys are tall. And Pearl Street beers chase them all. I'm here to sing to you, tell you have a great day. And don't forget to come rock out with Tug Sunday. Andy Hughes with his version of the Thursday song. Kicking things off this morning. Another nice one in the forecast. I have 55 with a few clouds. Going to drop off tomorrow and Saturday with high temps in the uh, maybe upper 30s, mid 40s, but then back into the mid 50s early part of next week, even mid 60s. Yeah, and I think that even mid 30s is warm for this time of year. Oh, yeah. I mean, compared to what we're used to yeah. in February, but compared to what we've been getting the last, you know, few days and week or so. It's, Man, the uh, moon is something, isn't it? The last two mornings. Yeah, bright. Uh, not full yet, but getting there. Yesterday, it was orange. I mean, it was like this really weird, beautiful color, and today, just big and bright. Yeah. Uh, coming up, we'll talk to Scott Robert Shaw, of course, in the newsroom. We'll get to Bad News, Happy Music, our daily check-ins. Going to play somebody's effing song in just a couple of minutes. You can request one on our website. If you want to hear an effing song, let us know what it is. Uh, and uh, we'll be talking a little bit about how you prefer to get paid. Regularly. Is that an answer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. More on that a bit later on. Also some Disturbed coming up in just a few. More of your rock Wait. mornings. Coming up in just a bit. Mr. Scott Robert Shaw in the newsroom this morning for our first three-way. What's happening? The driver accused of ramming his car through a gate at the La Crosse Airport last year may enter a negotiated plea. Cody Anderson will have a plea hearing on April 1st. Anderson appeared in court with his attorney yesterday. He was arrested in November after driving through an airport fence, getting onto a private plane, and allegedly making threats to hijack the plane. If he's convicted or enters an insanity plea, Anderson may be eligible for treatment at the Mendota State hospital. Wisconsin has not had a normal winter with unusually warm temperatures and little snow. That mild weather may be a key reason for a sharp drop in highway traffic deaths compared to recent years. As of last weekend, the Wisconsin DOT says 33 people around the state have died in crashes in 2024. That's down from 52 for the same period a year ago and 67 deaths for the first seven weeks of 2022. Buffalo and Vernon counties each have reported one highway death since New Year's Day. You might see big river boats in La Crosse a little less often now that the American Queen Company has announced it's shutting down and canceling all of its cruises on the Mississippi. Shaw, it, does that have anything to do with the Viking boat No, they're separate companies. No, I know, but the I mean, only so many people want to go on a river cruise. Does that change the yes, climate of the audience? That it could. It? I mean, they have more competition now. Uh, for years, the American Queen was the only... Uh, provider yeah. of riverboat tours up on the Mississippi, and in recent years, Viking got involved. Whether they cut into the American Queen's, you know, uh, pool of potential passengers, I don't know. But um, it sounds like they, the company had been having some money problems uh, for months. Uh, A.J. Frells from the Explore Lacrosse Tourism Bureau hopes that travelers who might otherwise have gone on the American Queen will still consider visiting the area. We certainly hope that the folks that 
would have or have or book with uh, American Queen would find their way to another provider, another carrier, and still find their way up the river and and to the La Crosse region. The American Queen was scheduled for six riverboat stops in La Crosse this coming season. The Viking Cruise Line still has more than a dozen stops in La Crosse planned for 2024. China is planning to send a new pair of giant pandas to the San Diego Zoo after a few years in which nearly all of the iconic bears in the U.S. were sent home. The giant. San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance says they've been working with China and expects to get giant. a pair uh, by summer's end if the necessary permits are approved. These black and white bears have long been a symbol of friendship between U.S. and China, but only four remained in the U.S. as relations began to cool between the two nations. In November, the Chinese president raised hopes that California might get more pandas, and it appears that will now happen. China. Three-way with Shaw. In the newsroom, 55 in uh, our area today. Cloudy, though. Yeah, we'll take the clouds. It'll probably be a little bit of sun. Cooling off, though, on Friday and Saturday. Back into the mid-50s by Sunday and then maybe into the 60s on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, tomorrow's going to feel pretty chilly by comparison. A high of 56 today, a high of just 33 tomorrow. So almost 25 degrees cooler than today. Hmm. Bad news, happy music coming up later on. Daily check-ins as well. How many different words... Can you use to describe being drunk? I was drunk. <laughs> uh, you want us to start? Yeah. Uh, schnockered. Okay. Plowed. Plowed. Yeah. Wo- wobbly. Wobbly. All right. Go hammered. Hammered on there. Yeah. Inebriated. There you go. Wasted. There you go. Uh, under the influence. <laughs> That's more of a phrase. I, spo- I suppose. Uh, Blitzed. There you go. Another one. Blitzen. <laughs> <laughs> a recent study found the English language has 546 uh, oh, different words for being drunk. Hammered, wasted, tipsy, trashed, smashed, loaded, mm-hmm. inebriated. Right. Tamed. Wasted. Plastered. Some of those are... Obviously more popular than others. Yeah, yeah. Most of the boards they found, by the way, are British. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, they enjoy a pint or two every now and then, Shaw. Blattered is one uh, that's <laughs> kind of... These are some of the ones that are a little bit more non-casual, right? A little more specific. Uh, mullered, M-U-L-L-E-R-E-D. Never said that's that. That's a new one. I've been mullered. Pickled. There's sure. some. Yeah, somebody's sure, pickled. Yeah. Cabbaged. Yeah. Goes along the lines of being pickled, right? Yeah, but not saying that. Sozzled. I like that one. S O Z L E D. Sozzled. What did you do last night? I got sozzled. Fuddled. F U D D L E D. Fuddled. Um, let's see. Corned. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to use that yeah, one. Yeah, I don't think so. Skunked. Yeah, we got skunked last night. Yeah, okay. It usually means you lost, you know, nine to nothing, right? Yeah, you didn't I, I played my runs. mother in Euchre. That's what happened. Squiffed. Is another one, Shaw Squift. You ever been Squift? Yeah, it must be a British one. When was the last time Mary Squiffed you? Hmm. Stonkered. <laughs> Trousered. Beery. B-E-R-R-Y. Beery. Beery. Belickered. I belickered. Pifflicated. P-I-F-F-L-I-C-A-T-E-D. These are just made up words. I'm not even saying that when I'm... As Gene nice. mentioned, Snockard, yeah. uh, Schnockard is on there. Uh, Crapulous. I don't know. <laughs> Slap happy. Aww. 
I like this one because I have people like this in my life. Yes. Jeremy. I got Jeremy last night. <laughs> Some guy named Jeremy got so wasted that they right. named they named being drunk after him. Way nice. to go, Jeremy. In the dictionary. You're nailing Legendary. It. Uh, there is a website out there called The Drinks Business, and they posted the full list of the 546 words in the English language that uh, apparently can be used to describe being drunk, Shaw. It's a lot of words. Jeremy. Oh, you're totally using that. I went out last night and got Jeremy. <laughs> Is he visiting anytime soon, Jeremy? No, no, the, I didn't. No, uh, well, I don't think so. At least nothing official. If he is, it's uh, unbeknownst okay. to me. So, More from Shaw coming up a bit later on. We'll get to Wayland in a few minutes. Right now, Disturbed Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Rock Mornings. On air. <laughs> online. On the app. Speaking of getting drunk... Our good friends in Wayland with Get a Little Drunk, Get a Little Stone, Get a Little Something, Catch Good Buzz from a favorite song. Uh, I got a text from Charlie, said Fubard is one of my favorites. Ah. Just saying. That is a good good one. Like that one, Charlie. Uh, Also got a text from Brandon, said... Sozzled with Arnold's voice. Wow. Sozzled. Wow. Thank you, Charlie. And Brandon. Get in touch with us by visiting rockmornings.com. Bucks off till tomorrow night. They'll be in Minnesota against the Timberwolves. That's a 9 p.m. tip. That game on ESPN. Badger basketball off till next Tuesday when they're at Indiana, 6 p.m. on Peacock. Four games left in the regular season before tournament time. Brew Crew first spring training game is Saturday at 2:10 against the Padres. And Austin Matthews, this kid is setting the world on fire. Scored his 50th goal of the season last night in the Maple Leafs game against the uh, who the hell did they play? Arizona Coyotes. Excuse me. Uh, he became the fastest NHL player to reach 50 goals in 28 years. Played his 54th game of the season. Matthew scored at 501 uh, into the game, or five minutes and uh, one second into the game on a power play to give Toronto a two nothing lead over the Coyotes. Added his 51st, giving him a career for 350 goals in 535 games. Uh, late in the second round for a 4-2 lead. Maple Leafs ended up winning that game 6-3, but now Austin Matthews scoring his 50th goal of the season. And his hometown return, becoming the fastest NHL player to reach that mark in 28 years. Congratulations. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Southland Conference is spending eight players last or yesterday for their involvement in a massive brawl after a college basketball game between Texas A&M Commerce and Incarnate Word on Monday night. The brawl broke out during the handshake line, lasted for more than a minute, spilled across the floor. Players, coaches, both teams... In the melee, attempting to stop the melee. Unclear what sparked the fight, but they have now suspended. The Southland Conference has now suspended eight of those players for their involvement in that brawl. The video is wild. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> People coming out of the rafters, man. Yeah. And sad news out of the world of motocross as former X Games medalist Jaden Yeo Archer okay. died while practicing a backflip trick in his uh, homeland of Australia earlier this week. He was only 27. Member of the Nitro Circus was the first rider to perform a triple backflip in competition. Was practicing the trick early in the morning yesterday in his hometown of Melbourne, Australia when it failed and 
he ended up losing his life because of it. Mm. Sports on your rock mornings with Brian and Gene. We've got some chili peppers coming up. Another three-way with Shaw. And we're going to play somebody's effing song in just a couple of minutes. Stick around for that. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. That is Sepultura with Roots. Bloody Roots. Sure is. (laughs) That'll wake you up on a Thursday morning. That is Sam's effing song. Sam wanted to hear that one, Shaw, so we played it. Sam lives in Soldier's Grove. Oh, hi, Sam. The Solar Village. Huh? That's what it's known as. It has a bunch of solar panels. Doesn't it always end up underwater, too? I think it flooded. Okay. Is that the best place for solar panels where it gets flooded? <laughs> They're up uh, elevated. They're high, you know. They're high up. I know. I know. <laughs> trying to be funny, Shaw. That is Sam's effing song. Congratulations. You got your tune, and you got that gift card from Nikki Paisley. Nice job, Sam. Thank you for requesting an effing song on our app or on our website. Appreciate it. Right now, Shaw in the newsroom for another three-way. What's the latest? Uh, the White House is said to be considering using provisions of federal immigration law repeatedly tapped by former President Donald Trump to unilaterally enact a sweeping crackdown at the southern border. The administration has been exploring options that President Joe Biden could deploy on his own without congressional approval after House Republicans blocked a bipartisan border bill. Wait a minute. The, there's a problem at the border? Yeah. But the plans are nowhere near finalized, and it's unclear how the administration would draft any such executive actions in a way that would survive the inevitable legal challenges. A man who made threats to hijack a small airplane after crashing his car through a La Crosse airport fence could avoid a trial. Cody Anderson had a brief court hearing in La Crosse yesterday where a plea hearing was set for April 1st. Anderson was found competent to go on trial after the November airport incident, but he could plead not guilty by reason of insanity. He faces charges including theft, resisting police, and making terroristic threats and remains in the county jail under a cash bond of half a million dollars. A group of Congress members including retiring Wisconsin Republican Mike Gallagher and Democrat Nancy Pelosi, are praising Taiwan's democracy during a visit to the island. That show of support is certain to draw scrutiny from China, which sees such displays as a challenge to its claim of sovereignty over the island. A visit by Pelosi to Taiwan two years ago resulted in China dispatching warships and military aircraft to all sides of the self-governing island. In a meeting yesterday with the Taiwanese president, Gallagher highlighted support for the U.S.-Taiwan partnership, which he described as stronger and more rock solid than ever. The American Queen has become a frequent visitor to La Crosse's riverfront during the summer, but that big boat apparently won't be coming here anymore. The company that owns the paddle wheeler has announced it's shutting down, which would eliminate six planned river stops in La Crosse this season. The head of the Explorer La Crosse Bureau, A.J. Frell, says the riverboat passengers who come here enjoy what they find in La Crosse. we got a lot of natural beauty. When people get off the boats, we have a welcome trailer there, and it's our mobile visitor center. People stop by, and they're always impressed with how beautiful our region is and uh, surprised of what uh, this side of the state has to offer, including La Crescent, Minnesota. Well, says some 20 to 24 cruise boat stops were planned for La Crosse this season. Visits will still be made by the Viking Cruise Line, which will travel on the Mississippi for the third straight summer. The Milwaukee Bucks have signed veteran forward Danilo Gallianeri. The 35-year-old has averaged 7 points in 15 minutes in 32 combined games with the Wizards and Pistons this season. Uh, this will be his 8th NBA team. The signing comes in the midst of back 
backlash over new Bucks coach Doc Rivers making excuses for his 3-7 and seven start. <laughs> Milwaukee went into the All-Star break losing to a Memphis Grizzlies team that was made up largely of a G League roster. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are back in action as they face the Timberwolves on Friday. Going to be a tough matchup. Minnesota has the second best record in the NBA. Yeah, and Doc isn't doing himself any favors by what he's no. been saying lately. Like, Agreed. You know, admitting that when he was approached by the Bucks ownership and they were, you know, letting him know they were going to let go of Adrian Phillip, uh, uh, Griffin, yeah. Griffin, Griffin, yeah. Griffin. Uh, you know, he's like, you guys sure about that? Basically, he's like, do you even know what you're doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people believe that, uh, you know, they just needed a few coaching tweaks and they'd be ready to go. And that's not been not, the case. Not happening. Well, and you expect there to be maybe a little bit of turmoil, right? At the beginning, maybe thing, you know, he obviously wasn't there right away. When they made the switch, right. I think they played, what, two games? With two the, or three with an interim coach. With an interim coach, and then he finally showed up, and then the All-Star game happens, and you're like, okay, all right. But, like, to go three and seven, <clears throat> you know, after he takes over, it's like, bro, what are you doing? You got one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, they're going to need to come out strong here to start the second half of the season after the All-Star break. Yeah, especially with Damian Lillard winning all that hardware right. at the All-Star game. You're like, well, we know how good he is. Right. I think a, a statement win against Minnesota in Minnesota would, would go far to, to reestablish the Bucks as a, a powerhouse, obviously, in the NBA. What's that, Gene? Just growing pains with a new coach and, like, uh, getting used to the program and each other and all of well, that. Well, you don't I, – I don't think you, you come in and you change everything, yeah. right? So I don't think it's that. I, I just – and it, 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 for all intents and purposes, it seemed like they wanted Griffin gone, right, Shaw? Yeah, they weren't happy with the direction the team was going. So yeah, they were struggling. It's not like they're upset at ownership because they got rid of a guy that they wanted. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know. Maybe they just, you know, maybe there's a slump, maybe. Yeah, it could be it. I mean, Lillard was out for a couple of games mm-hmm. with a, a personal thing. Middleton, and then Middleton was out rolled with his ankle. ankle. Yeah, so maybe, the, you know, maybe all that stuff just kind of added up, I guess. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Would you rather get paid? Like we get paid, Shaw, bi-weekly, every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Weekly or daily? Daily? Not daily, probably. I mean, I suppose deals. servers get paid daily with their tips they Bartenders. take. Bartenders? Yeah. I don't know, I'm good with every two weeks, I guess. Gene? I feel like daily would be hard. I guess mm-hmm. it's just you'd have to get used to it. I'm not used to that at all. So it'd be hard, I think, to like put all of the things away for all the things that happen on a monthly basis, right? Because every day you're right, taking mortgage. part and you're going, okay, house, electric, internet, phone, and it would be harder. According to I'm, a recent survey, three quarters of U.S. workers want to get paid every day. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, on-demand streaming delivery and next up on-demand compensation could be a thing, Shaw. <laughs> the bi-weekly paycheck is on the cusp of disruption. They're called earned wage access, EWAs. Programs allow employees to collect their pay at the end of each workday. Major corporations such as Walmart and Amazon have already started offering in-house EWA programs for their employees. And the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau announced last month that it would be issuing federal guidance on EWA very soon. I think that'd be a burden on the companies, right? It's going to, all those payrolls they have to process now? I guess, but, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if you can go and do both, right? I think you have to do one or the other. Yeah. Uh, it's not like you say, hey, today I need my, my check and then save the rest for Friday. <laughs> can you do that? 
Uh, Americans apparently running out of money before the end of the standard two-week pay period, covering daily expenses such as food, gas, utility bills. And so uh, more and more Americans, including, you know, almost three-quarters of a show, apparently want to get paid daily. Mm. I don't think Christy would like to process oh, payroll every day. Man. Getting it the way you'd appreciate, though. He's not paying for it. Not paying for it, Shaw. Mm. I don't want to get paid daily unless it's from the spooky spin machine. <laughs> right, Shaw? I mean, if you're a bartender or a server, sure. then, yeah, that's the way it's done, right? And obviously there is a paycheck involved usually, and that comes at the end of the week, yeah. at the end of the two yeah, weeks. Yeah. But the daily tips, They're walking right, out what you survive on is in your pocket. Have you ever bartended? I've not bartended, no. Gene, you probably have, right? I have, and, I've wait- and I was a waitress as well. Yeah, so uh, it's something you can get used to. And especially when, you know, you're making more money than you need to spend on a daily basis, then you can start to stockpile some of that, put it away. My expenses were way less at that point in my life. <laughs> right. <though. laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have three kids and a husband and a house. Right. right? I mean, I, I had to get by. I was on my own and I had a car and all, but, I, you know, it was all the things were less. Getting paid daily. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to. Is Chrissy going to cut me a check every day? <laughs> Well, it'd probably be auto deposit, but still, that now, yeah, it would just be. I, I guess I'm not used to it. It would have to. It would be an adjustment. Well, and you think about scheduling your payments for your insurance, right? That comes out at a certain day. Like a lot all of that stuff things, is auto. It's auto withdrawal, mm-hmm. right, Shaw? So yep. not. Then you go, oh snap! I it's got usually it. a day or two after you get paid, right? right exactly. Yeah, you schedule it that way, obviously. But if you're getting paid daily, you can work around that. He beats me straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Pay that man his money. Oof. Malkovich. The weird accent. The Russian, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Daily pay. It's apparently a thing. People want it. 75% of Americans in a recent study said they'd rather get paid daily. Like you said, Gene, I don't think I could get used to it. Especially with the bills that we got now. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Rock Mornings. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Chili Peppers and Scar Tissue. Got a text from Rob on the Rock Line. 608-784-0957 is that number. Rob says, I guess I don't understand the logic of getting paid daily. How does getting paid daily versus every two weeks change the fact that you don't have enough money to pay for your day-to-day needs because things are so expensive? He says, I don't think the timing of your income is the problem. Yeah, we didn't really mention the fact that things are more expensive. It's more about people needing money on a day-to-day basis as opposed to waiting every two weeks to pay all their bills and then not have anything left at the end of it. Mm -hmm. It's a budgeting issue, really. I mean, you know, and obviously not getting paid enough. And things costing more is all part of that. The shell game where you move stuff over here from over there and try to make it all work. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the check goes in every two weeks and you got to look at it and say, okay, here's what's coming out. And then at the end, sometimes you got enough left over to to do a few things. And sometimes you got to say, all right, well, I got to make that work for two weeks. Yep. And I guess some people, in their minds, it's easier for them to budget on a daily basis, right? Like, I know I'm going to need to get gas on Wednesday, and I know I'm going to need to pick up food on Thursday. You know, so for them, it's more of like a, it's easier for them to compute it that way as opposed to budgeting. Thanks for the text, Rob. Get in touch with us by visiting rockmornings.com. 
Avatar, The Last Airbender premieres today on Netflix. It's a live action version of the animated program where people are trained to use the four elements, earth, water, fire, and air for martial arts. Also on Paramount Plus, Halo. And a stand-up special on Max. Rory Scovel, Religion, Sex, and a Few Things in Between. Also on television tonight, Law and Order, So Help Me Todd, Law and Order SVU, and Law and Order Organized Crime. Speaking of Rory Scovel, mm-hmm. they'll be on uh, Kimmel tonight. Cillian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., and Rory Scovel all going to be on Jimmy Kimmel. Everybody else is in repeats. It's National Chili Day. As in eat chili? Chili as in that chili. you're eating? Yep. Yeah, okay. Chili. Also, National Margarita Day, Gene. There you go. And Walk Your Dog Day. That's every day, isn't it? Yeah, but I, you know, I think maybe. Really, really walk that dog today. <laughs> Enthusiastically. Seems like you'd want to have that day on a Tuesday in April. February seems a little bit early. You know, you yeah, assume that it has something to do like, with the, 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 the weather change, but yeah. National Walk Your Dog Day. We'll get back to Sean a bit. Also got some music from Rage Against the Machine in a few minutes. Again, if you need something, get in touch with us. Rockmornings.com. Rock Mornings. Monday to Friday, 6 to 9. Rock Mornings of Brian and Gene. That, of course, Rage Against the Machine. Bulls on Parade. When I wake up, well, I know I'm There's a guy named Anton Newtonboom. N-O-O-T-E-N-B-O-O-M. Newtonboom. Okay. Newtonboom. Raising awareness for men's mental health by walking barefoot across the United States of America. From no. L.A. to New York. Left Santa Monica, California on Saturday. Calls himself the Barefoot Dutchman. Not his first time round either. Not his first rodeo. In 2019, he became the first person to make it to Mount Everest base camp barefoot. No. You are kidding. Guy's a barefoot guy. It's something out of the ordinary that does a trick of, you know, getting attention to raise awareness. And I was living in um, uh, Sydney at that time and walking barefoot was just part of life. Um, I partnered up with Barbaric's Barefoot Shoes. We created Brave Men Talk which is a campaign to raise awareness for men's mental health, which is a cause really close to my heart. That's cool. Yeah. Setting out last Friday to travel from L.A. to New York on his bare feet. Sneaker brand Bear Bear Barracks. Yeah, Bear Barracks. Uh, Apparently uh, supporting him and funding him. Bear Barracks provides a near barefoot sneaker, connecting feet to the ground while still providing protection. Yep, I know what the... Is that what he's wearing, or is he actually barefoot? I think he's actually barefoot. Yeah. First person to walk barefoot to the base camp of Mount Everest in 2019. Guinness record came for longest barefoot journey. 1,876 miles along the eastern coast of Australia in 2021. This guy just likes walking around barefoot. (laughs) Tends to make the 3,000-mile walk as part of the hashtag Brave Men Talk campaign which calls attention to male mental health globally. The walk intended to raise awareness and funds for several mental health charities, including Movember, the leading global charity for men's health, as well as We Are Mind, which is a Dutch nonprofit providing mental health resources for those in the Netherlands. 
His own charity, Brave Men Talk Foundation, will also benefit from the trek. So, mm. guys, just out there walking around barefoot, speaking up an act of courage. What's that? Speaking up an act of courage, yeah. talking about mental health issues, an act of courage. We'll be taking approximately 7.5 million barefoot steps over at least the next 240 days, crossing 13 states. He will traverse unique locations like Death Valley and the Rocky Mountains along the way. He told his fellow walkers that his barefoot endeavors have proven to be beneficial to mental health and that others can feel the same way if they choose the activity. Hashtag brave men talk if you want to find out more. I don't know, man. I'm not walking barefoot across the country. <laughs> There's too much crap on the ground. <laughs> I don't mind being barefoot. Oh, in my house, out uh, in the, in the backyard. backyard. <laughs> Not Mount, across the rest Mount of the country. Mount Everest. Uh, Easter is uh, early this year, I think. It is. In March. It is. Yep. Yeah. It's early. So now is the time to have the Cadbury Bunny tryouts. They're doing it again. Your pet can win. Follow Cadbury uh, on Instagram. Post a photo uh, and explain why your pet is the best. Then tag Cadbury in it. Use the hashtag <gasps> Cadbury Bunny Contest. This is the sixth year they've done this contest, and they're doing a March Madness-style bracket for the first time. <laughs> Past so, winners include a few dogs, a frog, and a one-eyed cat named Crash, who won last year. <laughs> You're looking at a very unusual kind of egg from Cadbury that's only around till Easter. Its shell is pure, rich Cadbury milk chocolate. Inside sits a sweet, creamy yellow yolk surrounded by delicious white filling. Cream eggs from Cadbury. Why, they're the best thing to come along since the Easter Bunny. And when he's gone, they're gone. Obviously, that is very old because I think you can get Cadbury cream eggs any time of year now. But 2019 and 2020, I went to a couple of dogs. 2021, title of uh, the Cadbury Bunny went to a, a frog. And uh, in 2022, it was back to a dog. And then last year, one-eyed rescue cat named Crash. I think we re- I remember talking about him. But, yeah, Cadbury Bunny Contest online. Go to Instagram or, <gasps> or give it a Google if okay. you want to find out more. Your pet could be the Cadbury Bunny, the rep this year. I like that. I'm assuming you get a prize. I would hope so. A bunch of Cadbury eggs. Winning pet will receive up to seven grand in cash prizes and the opportunity to star in their next commercial. Finalists will receive a little bit of uh, a little bit of a prize. Those who make it through the first round, the Cream 16, will each win $100. The next round, a litter of eight, uh, will each receive $200. And then the next round, the final fur, will each receive $400. So, yeah. The, farther the you final get two will each get 800 bucks, And out of those two, the winning animal will walk away with about $5,500. So, again, Cadbury Bunny Contest. If you want more info, give it a Google. We'll talk to Shaw in a few. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Grab the salt, tequila, and lime. What are you doing? Making margarita. Because it's National Margarita Day. Yeah, we need margaritas. It's 5 o'clock somewhere here on the morning show. Hey, it's National Margarita Day. Margaritas, anybody? I would love to go for margaritas. National Margarita Day. Get drunk on margaritas. National Margarita Day. Tequila, triple sec, and lime or lemon juice. I have to go to work. Well, we got the cue for that. Margarita. Okay, everybody, it's showtime. Three and a half, two and a half, one and a half. Right, Sean? That's the measurement. Tequila, triple sec, lime juice. Over ice? Oh, yeah. Shaken? Shaken. Over ice. I prefer the salted rim. 
I had my first margarita last year. Your first margarita? I, I'm a beer guy. I know that, but... But we were at a Mexican restaurant, and I think it was National Margarita Day, actually. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I'm, I'm going to throw what, caution to the wind. See, and see what, what the hype is all about. <laughs> Did you have it blended or on the rocks? I had it on the rocks. It's and it came preferred. with uh, it came with the, the, the little upside-down Corona bottle in it so that the beer feeds into the margarita as okay. you drink it. Sort of like a you know those water bottle or water bulbs that you put in a plant. I know what you're talking about. It was okay. I whatever. I'm glad I did it. I'm not. I I don't feel. You haven't had need. one since though, huh? No, it's again not something that I crave when it comes to alcohol. I'm either gonna do beer or shots of Jameson. I'm happy with that. I haven't had a margarita in a while. It's, it's kind weather. of a summer thing it's for me. It's a summer well, thing for me, too. Yeah. What's the weather like or, today, Sean? Or right. if I was eating some delicious, you know, guacamole yeah. and chips or sure. something out. But otherwise, it's a summer drink. National Margarita Day. Also, National Chili Day. I don't know if those two things go together, Shaw. Chili and margaritas. You want to go out tonight for some chili and margaritas? <laughs> chili. I, I have a love-hate relationship with chili. Because so many people make it so effing hot. Mm-hmm. And you can't taste any of the things in there. And then I just wonder why even bother putting anything in there. Mm-hmm. You put all these beans and vegetables and meats in there. It's supposed to be delicious. And then you just burn the crap out of my mouth and my face and my nasal passages and my stomach and my throat. And it's like completely unenjoyable experience. And then I wonder why even bother? You know, just eat the pepper whole and then save yourself a whole. <laughs> you save yourself a ton of money and the whole process of making whatever that is because it ain't chili. I don't know, dude. I, a little bit of spice, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. But man, if you're like if you're like fish and you're hammering me with this He's stuff, you got ghost peppers dude. and scotch bonnets and yes, you're an insane. You're like an insane human hot. being. That like ain't a little hot. hot. That's a lot of hot. <laughs> there ain't enough sour cream in the world to cut that thing down. <laughs> oh, I do like chili though. Also, walk your dog day, Shaw. Not that. It applies to you because you don't have a dog because you don't care. I can go walk some stranger's dog. You could walk my dog. Sure, I'd love to walk meetings. You could come walk the dog. Sure. You walk the dog. You could come walk my dog. Okay. We tried to put a leash on the cat one time. (laughs) It didn't go well. (laughs) Like walk it? No, no, for the backyard. We just kind of wanted to see because whatever, you experiment on your animals. That's what you do, right? Like on like a. So no, it was a, it's, it's a harness that you put on the cat yeah. and then you clip them on, you know, on the Stake back. Stake into the ground. and No, just, I mean, we were holding on to it. It's, oh, you know, oh. with the extension, but he wanted nothing to do with it. He just was like, nope, I'm going right back in the house. The one time he got out of the house, I, I saw him from the corner of my eye and he was over by the hot tub. And he saw me, and he's like, oh, snap. And then he ran back in the house. <laughs> and so I think that scared him enough, and he doesn't want to go. I just thought, you know, we were out there with the dogs, you know, having uh, some drinks, and we were going to do a fire pit, and he just, yeah, he was not having it. I used to have cats that would be on, like, a big lead that would be out in the yard and stuff. Not currently, but old old pets that I had. Our cat is strictly indoors. He's not indoor-outdoor, mm-hmm. unlike our neighbor's cat, which is an indoor-outdoor cat and ends up in my garage. Oh, Comes over to visit. I can't, I can't tell you how many times. You know, Scared like, the hell out of you? Well, you know, in the after work, I'll go home and I'll be working in the garage or doing stuff in the yard, you know, the lawnmower, all that stuff. So I'll have the door open to the garage uh, and he'll like kind of wander in and I won't notice it. And then I shut the garage door after oh. I'm done and I go in the house and the next morning <laughs> no. I get ready to go to. And usually I just go out the garage door as opposed to opening up the front door and going out that way. I don't know why. It's just a weird thing I do. But then I, I open up the door to the garage to go in from the house, and then there he is. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing in here? <laughs> I spent the night. I was, I was a sleepover out here in your garage. Yeah. Someday he's going to end up in the house. I just I have a feeling he's going to find a way to get into the house, and there's going to be a problem in my house. 
with this cat and my cat, it's going to be an issue. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Three-way now. What else is going on? A Minnesota man has been arrested on suspicion of killing a 31-year-old woman who was beaten, bound, and stuffed inside a refrigerator at her apartment in Los Angeles. Police in L.A. said the 41-year-old suspect was taken into custody at his home in Minneapolis on an unrelated federal warrant. They did not say what led homicide detectives to him. The man will be extradited to California to face charges in the slaying of Melissa Mooney. The coroner said the body had blunt force injuries and the cause of death was determined to be homicide violence. Investigators have not disclosed a possible motive. Wisconsin's full-time state legislature is about to call it quits for the rest of the year. A number of measures that would potentially become law, like legalizing medical marijuana, spending $125 million to combat pollution from forever chemicals, and allow election officials to speed up the counting of absentee ballots, all appear to be doomed as the legislature approaches the end of its session. The Assembly's planned last day of 2024 is today. The Senate... Man, can you imagine? Right? What, a, what a job. The rest of the year off. The Senate will meet one day next month. Then oh, they'll oh. take 10 months out of session to campaign... Uh, meanwhile, these bills, along with a tax cut plan, ways to help child care and school safety measures, all appear to be dead. And people be freaking out about who the president is, and this is this is what our representatives are doing. They make working. more than $55,000 a year, plus a generous benefits package. To work for a month. To work for two months, yeah. yeah and it's not like a full-time eight hours a day overtime. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's probably pretty leisurely. And I'm not saying that they're not important jobs. I'm just saying that. You only work until February, mm-hmm. and then the rest yeah. of the year you got to campaign. And you're consi- considered full time. Minnesota, by comparison, has a part time and, and you get state benefits. I'm assuming, right? Oh, for sure, and a pension and all of that. You Sons get a staff, office. Got, I'm in the wrong business. Mailing yeah. privileges. What, which one is this? Which one? What's a, I, remember Wisconsin the Van, legislature? Okay, so remember our state the Van, representatives, right? The Van Orden, not Derek Van Horn. Remember the, that's what I was trying to get at. I want to make sure I got he, the right he one. He serves here. In, in Congress in the okay. United States right. Congress. Okay. These people work in Madison. Yeah. All right. That's all I got to do is work in Madison. I get this job. I don't think. Yeah. Get elected to office. Yeah. Can I, can I do it telemotely? <laughs> I think like, there's times you need to be there in person. Son of a bitch. Right. All right. Uh, Wisconsin is getting $24 million from cigarette makers after a review by a panel of former judges. Philip Morris, R.J. Reynolds, and other tobacco companies will be making those payments. This is related to missed annual payments, part of the tobacco settlement between 2005 and 2007. The agreement was determined through arbitration. The Green Bay School District has now released the recording of its first black superintendent's appearance on an Atlanta radio show in which he made blunt comments about race relations, criticized the community where he served, and and also criticized one of the district's principals. Claude Tiller Jr. resigned under pressure last weekend after a closed-door meeting with school board members. On the tape, Tiller refers to a female principal as a, quote, wicked witch and uses a disparaging slang word to describe her. During one of the breaks, the show's host refers to Green Bay as, quote, about as lily-white as I have ever seen and responds, the lily on top of the lily. Now, this entire interview was live-streamed, and the host informed Tiller that his appearance would be streamed. Green Bay's population, about 100,000, is about 72% white. The black population is around 4.2%. Brandon Woodruff staying with the Milwaukee Brewers after all. The right-hander has finalized a $17.5 million two-year contract with Milwaukee. Uh, The deal completed three months after the Brewers allowed the injured pitcher to test free agency. Uh, He's expected to miss most, if not all, of the upcoming season while he recovers from shoulder surgery okay it's a lot of money not to pitch it's almost like he works in madison (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, have you been to opening day before? Tom? I have. Yeah, it's a blast. Oh, it's awesome. It's a different vibe. It, it definitely really is. is. People even, are in such a good mood. And well, and even though they open on the road, that home opener at Miller Park is... Like, what's it like, Shaw? Like, why is it... It's it, just, it's amped up. I mean, there's just, everybody's excited. You're outside. It's typically somewhat spring weather, although we've had our share mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, you know, baseball's back, right? People are in a good mood, you know? It yeah. signifies a changing of the season. Yeah, I think in years past, it's because the winter lasted so long, and it's really that first, like, stake in the ground saying, you know what, winter's over here. We're doing baseball now. Knowing that you get a game, no matter what the weather's going to be, too, is really helpful. But, you know, of course, people in Wisconsin are diehard, man. They love to be in a tailgate, you know, in a parking lot. They don't care what the weather is. They do it at Packer games all season long. So now it's like, oh, hey, tailgates are back, and they're grilling brats, and it's, you know, it's just a, yeah, it's a... It's First look at the ballpark, usually some fun games. There's wow. new merch in the pro shop. There's all there's, that stuff. There's just that. There's also that hope for the future. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which, new menu items, maybe. Yeah, maybe a couple. But it's really about that, you know, the season's new and you don't know what's going to, uh, you know, what's going to happen. And, you know, they might have a chance. This year. You know, it's that whole. Going to see some big, big things. Yeah. So opening day uh, coming up, though, April 2nd. You can get tickets for our bus trips online at wiscotrips.com. We're going from Eau Claire and from Lacrosse. To Miller Park to see the Brewers take on the Twins. Rock Mornings on 95.7 The Rock. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. That is, of course, Soundgarden with Spoonman. Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Talking about the Brewers, their uh, actual spring training opener is on Saturday. 2-10 against the Padres. So pitchers and catchers reported last week. They've been working out. Stretching. Getting to know each other. New guys. New guy. Hey, new guy. And now they get started with games on Saturday. 2-10, first pitch. Brewers and Padres. Euchre back this year for most of the home games. Yep. At AmFam Field. That guy's 90,000 I mean, years a legend. old. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, legend, yeah. legend, legend, legend. That he can still call games is just amazing. Bucks will get back at it tomorrow night in Minnesota against the Timberwolves. That's a 9 p.m. tip on ESPN. Bucks have been off for about a week for the uh, All-Star break. Badger men's basketball off till next Tuesday when they're at Indiana at 6 p.m. on Peacock. Only four games left in the regular season for the Badgers. Southland Conference, as I mentioned earlier, suspending eight players yesterday for their involvement in a massive brawl that followed Texas A&M Commerce's 76-72 win in overtime against Incarnate Word. That was on Monday night. The brawl. Broke out during the handshake line, lasted more than a minute, spilled across the floor. Players and coaches from both teams so attempting bench, to stop. Everybody's yep. up. Yeah, well, you start to see things happening, and then everybody starts running in, and then it's chaos. And yeah. And motocross star and former X Games medalist Jaden J.O. Archer died while practicing a backflip trick yesterday in Australia. He was only 27 years old. Member of the Nitro Circus, the first rider to perform a triple back a backflip in competition, uh, practicing the trick early oh, yesterday man, morning in his hometown awful. of Melbourne, Australia, when things went wrong, and he Ugh. unfortunately paid the ultimate price. Sports on your rock mornings with Brian and Gene. We'll get to some shine down in a bit. Who, of course, will be at Rockfest this summer? Rock-fest.com for tickets and camping. I'm on the website right now. Looking at uh, Saturday, Jelly Roll and Chevelle and The Who and Two Live Crew. Is oh, that yeah. <laughs> Everybody say, hey, we want some. And then everybody goes, hey, we want some. 
Everybody knows what I'm supposed to say there. <clears throat> Just not saying it. Yeah, it's like naughty by nature. Uh-huh. That's Saturday. Shine down, of course. Bear tooth, a tray you from ashes to new stabbing westward. Seven dust. Thirty seconds to Mars. Oh, seven. seven dust. Did Kill you mention seven Not yet, because I hadn't got to Thursday. Did you mention dirty Kill honey? Engage? Aaron Jones. The who? The who? Three eleven too. That's kind of interesting. That's my jam. I gotta go back. Yeah. And, well, I used to listen to their albums all the time when I was in high school. You know, I my uh-huh. one of my best friends actually growing up. Chakis, uh, Danielle, 311. massive 311 fan. And she was the she was one of those girls in high school who changed her last name to Hexum because she was going to marry Nick Hexum yeah. from 311. And so she's like, my last name isn't Chakis anymore. It's Hexum. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. And she had a big 311 sticker on her on her car. And yeah, so I, I got into them because of her. And uh, they're they're Yeah, they're a lot of fun, man. I, I'm looking forward to seeing 311. It's been a while. Been a long while. Should be good. Rock-fest.com for all things Rockfest. Get your camping. Get your tickets. We'll, of course, have uh, giveaways as we get closer, bus mm-hmm. trips, all that stuff. More info on that. Shinedown, who will also be at Rockfest. We'll get to them in just a bit. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Shinedown, symptom of being human. Probably going to hear that one at Rockfest this summer. Going to hear a lot of other ones from Shinedown as well. Details online at rock-fest.com. It's going to be... An awesome time. I cannot wait, Shaw. The lineup is uh, mm-hmm. eclectic this year. It's a little different. The Dirty 30. Hard to believe Rockfest. 30 years 30 old years this old, year. Yeah. The Dirty 30. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like, uh, I don't know. I, for me, personally, Shaw, I like seeing bands that I a, either, either have never seen before mm-hmm. or that it's been a long time since I've seen them. And there's a lot of that on this, uh, on this lineup this year for Rockfest. So I'm very excited. Uh, and then, of course, you've got some... Bands that you want to see no matter when they're playing. Bands like Seven Dust, because they just always kill it on stage. They do. Uh, so I'm very excited for Seven Dust. Uh, as Gene mentioned earlier, 311. Haven't seen them in a dog's age. Kill Switch and Gage are always fantastic. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen them. Uh, also, of course, Two Live Crew. Very excited about that. That's mm-hmm, my jam from mm-hmm. the 90s. Um, Have stabbing- you seen Beartooth? Yes, I don't remember when, though. Okay, all right. Stabbing Westward, that's that same night. Yeah, that's, that's Friday night. That's another band that it's been a while. Yeah. I, I know I saw them somewhere years ago, but it's been a minute. Also, Cold are back together, and they're out touring, yeah. so I'm excited to see them again. Just got Wicked and Stupid Girl, man. It's my jam from back in the 90s. Can't wait. Rock-Fest.com for all things Rockfest, especially camping. It's running out. Get it while you can. Yeah, yeah. Good luck getting a campsite at Rockfest this mm. year. Three-way, Shaw in the newsroom. What's up? A man was killed in Wisconsin's Greene County when the silo he was working on partially collapsed. It happened yesterday morning just south of Monroe, Wisconsin. The 50-year-old man and others were in the process of trying to remove the silo when part of it collapsed, killing the man. No one else was hurt. Police in Wisconsin continue their search for a missing 3-year-old boy who's the subject of an Amber Alert. That alert was issued Tuesday in Manitowoc County for Elijah View. The young boy was last seen early Tuesday morning in Two Rivers, Wisconsin, where he was being cared for at a home. Police are asking residents nearby to search their vehicles, outbuildings, or other concealed areas to try to locate Elijah. He's about three feet tall, weighing 45 pounds. Last seen wearing gray pants, a dark long sleeve shirt, and red and green dinosaur shoes. He 
he also may be carrying a red and white plaid blanket. La Crosse County reported its lowest number of highway crashes in three years during 2023. According to records compiled by the county, there were 584 crashes in the county. It was only the second time since 2013 that La Crosse County had fewer than 600 crashes in a calendar year. The highest number of accidents occurred in the fourth quarter of 2023. Almost half of those crashes for the entire year were car-deer collisions. So far, there have not been any fatal traffic accidents in either La Crosse County or Eau Claire County. Milwaukee is hosting two big political party conventions this year. The larger event will be the Republican National Convention in July. But the Wisconsin Democratic Party also has its state meeting in Milwaukee this June at the Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. The La Crosse Center hosted the state Democratic Convention two years ago, followed by the Wisconsin GOP Convention last summer. Attorneys are prepared to make opening statements at the first trial related to the fatal shooting of a cinematographer by actor Alan, uh, Alec Baldwin during a rehearsal for the film Rust. Before Baldwin's case progresses. The weapons supervisor is on trial on charges of involuntary manslaughter and tampering with evidence in the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on a movie ranch outside Santa Fe. Opening statements are scheduled for today. Gutierrez-Reed has pleaded not guilty to the charges and maintains she is not directly to blame for Hutchins' death. Three-way with Shaw in the newsroom. Bad news, happy music coming up later on. How are we looking? Uh, remember the story the other day about a human leg found on a yes. subway tracks in New York? Yes. Well, they found the rest of them. Oh. No. All right, more on that during Bad News with Happy Music. Remember, speaking of remembering, do you remember last year, the gathering of the Kyles? Oh, yeah, I remember hearing about it. And then we found out about all these other gatherings, these yes. other these other groups of people who all have the same name. That get together. Yes, or are part of a society. They're trying to set records in many cases. Yes, well, it's happening again, and it's also in Texas. This time it's Ryan's. Ryan's are riding a cow. Are, are they cowboys? Are they riding a horse? So for the past couple of years, the city of Kyle, Texas, has been trying to break a record yeah. by assembling an army of Kyles in one spot. Kyle, Texas. They've needed more than 2,325 Kyles to break the world record for the largest gathering of people with the same first name. The current world record was set in 2017. It's hard to believe this record is seven years old now. When 2,325 Ivans oh. got together in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Herzegovina. There you go. Thank you, sir. Uh, the Kyles have failed so far. They haven't been able to muster up enough they Kyles. They can't. That is not enough Kyles. So now the Ryans are going to try their hand <laughs> at, at gathering up all of the Ryans that they know. Ryan. Everyone here has the same name, Ryan. At the world's largest Ryan meetup, with over 500 Ryans, when you arrived, you'd be led by a series of signs that brought you to a back alley with a lineup full of Ryans. Before you'd get in, security would pat you down and check your ID to make sure that you weren't Brian. No Brian's allowed! After walking through the gate, you would be greeted. Brian! Brian! And then it was time to party. I like that. I like the party, but no Brian's. And they only want Ryans that are spelled R-Y-A-N. Apparently, this is something they've been doing for a while. They call it the Ryan Rodeo, Shaw. <laughs> Ryan Rodeo. Like and there's an open call for anybody with the first name Ryan to attend it in Austin, Texas. It's actually happening this Saturday, so it's a little short notice here. It does have to be spelled R-Y-A-N. 
And there will be no tomfoolery, Shaw. You will have to show official identification in order to get in. Now, they might have better luck with Ryan than Kyle because from 76 to 2010, Ryan was a top 20 boy's name in the United States. And Kyle is not. And it was it's decreased some, but it's still in the top 100 where Kyle is like number 97. So not nearly, nearly, nearly as possible. They note that Brian's B-R-Y-A-N, not wanted. Get out of here the with group, your B. The, the group's website said Brian's are just B-list Ryan. Get out of here. <laughs> the Ryan Rodeo going to feature music from a local artist named Ryan Hunter. Of course. Bull riding competition and all sorts of other stuff. Obviously, food and drinks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Do you think they would invite Rex Ryan? No. His last name is Ryan. Yeah. Really beautiful feet. Ah. No. As long as you don't touch anybody's feet, you can right? come. Last name. No, no, not Rex Ryan. Uh, is it okay to touch him again? I bet they would want Ryan Gosling. Hey, Groom. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for your yams and sweet potato pie. <laughs> Maybe Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> sure. He could be the MC. Ryan, Ryan Cabrera, he was a musical guy, right? I just went to the Ryan Meetup website. Okay. And when the first thing that happens is you have to click that says you're not Brian before they'll let you into <laughs> the website. Really don't want Brian. Brian's allowed. <laughs> they, they really, really don't, don't want any Brian. Brian Sean. Con. Good news is you get all those people with the same name together. You don't need any name tags. You know what everybody's name is. Yes. Hey, Ryan. Ryan, you Ryan that's Ryan. my jam, dude. You know me. I can't remember names. Dick when it comes to names. I can't remember anything. You tell me your name, and two seconds later, mm-hmm. I've already forgotten it. That's how long it takes. Ryan, 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 Ryan. I, I will. Uh, shooters, 100% shot all the time. Uh, oh, your name's Ryan. Go figure. <laughs> that's my jam. Ryan Rodeo. If you're off on Saturday and you got nothing better to do, take a road trip to Austin, <laughs> Texas, and hang out with a bunch of Ryans. Rock Mornings on your rock station. Rock Mornings, Brian and Gene. That is Death Wish from Red Sun Rising. Party with those guys at Rockfest a few years ago. Yeah. Hanging out backstage, eating bacon, drinking JMO. They broke up, obviously, but I don't think I had anything to do with it. You don't think it was you? Uh-uh. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Mike and the boys. <laughs> Soup kitchen. No? No. All right. Just me. <laughs> Working on Rockfest buses right now? Yeah. Rockfest right around the corner? Yep. Be here before you know it, man. Next week's March. I'm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It feels like the lineup's been out forever now, right? I mean, we were waiting and waiting, and then it finally came out. They were teasing us, all those little video teasers. Then finally it dropped. Now it feels like it's been out there forever, man. I'm excited. I'm getting jazzed up. It's going to be a hell of a time. Can't wait. I just feel like there's concert. It's just I, we're just announcing stuff all the time. It's so mm-hmm. great. It'll be a busy summer. Waterfall of music. Shine down. Jelly Roll. Thirty seconds to Mars. Chevelle. Seven Dust. The Who. Bear Tooth. Parkway Drive. Aaron Jones. From Ashes to New. Dirty Honey. Kill Switch. Three Eleven. Stabbing Westward. Saul. Fever. Three Thirty Three. Yeah, so many others. I'm excited, too. The uh, Cowboys from Hell guys are going to be there as well. The Pantera Tribute Band. I know you speak highly of them up on yeah. the barn or the top of the hill. Uh, I don't know which stage they're at, uh, to be honest with you. And then there's that Lincoln Park Tribute Band, which is also apparently awesome. My wife is very excited for that. Ah. So. Rockfest uh, will be here before you know it. So get your tickets and get your camping online at rock-fest.com. And, of course, we'll see you there. Make our way out to, uh, into the campgrounds. 
hit up some of those crazy campsites. <laughs> I don't I don't go at night. I'll tell you that first and foremost. Number not only because I don't I have a hard time staying up as it is that late, but but it's just that is not a world I want to be a part of. <laughs> yeah. Did it that one year and just no. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Ladle. There was a ladle involved in a alcohol some, drinks out of a bucket with a ladle with pears in it. Somebody made some sort of moonshine pears and there was a ladle, a stripper pole and a oh, mini bus on the bus. Yeah. The lights came on and I was like, we got to get out of here right now. We cannot be on. You cannot be on this bus right now. Didn't somebody get wheeled back to their camper on a dolly? Was it a dolly? I thought it was a dolly, like a hand truck that you deliver beer with. Somebody did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rockfest. <laughs> It happens. Rock-fest.com. We'll get to Ozzy in a few. More of your rock mornings coming up in just a bit. Rock mornings with Brian and Gene. February 22nd, 1732. Our very first president was born. George Washington's birthday today. President's Day was what, Monday? Yeah, that's why it was uh, Monday. Him and Lincoln, right? Yes, correct. Did you buy a mattress? I did not buy a well, mattress. George Washington and his weird horse teeth would be very upset. Disappointed with me and my <laughs> lack of a new mattress. The last thing you leave when you see the museum is George's weird metal horse teeth, right? <laughs> <laughs> the part with the mask, too. And it's just she's like standing there with the mask on, just pointing. <laughs> so funny. I think he's hosting SNL. Uh, I don't know if it's this week or next week, but... He was a writer, I think, or was a cast member on SNL, and then he got kicked off, uh, canceled, or something like that. Sure, and comedian who talks, who does a big bit. Shane Gillis, it. yeah, and I think he's back. He's coming back as like a guest host at some point. Uh, she is forty-nine years old today. How is she only forty-nine? Who? Drew Barrymore. Please don't make me do anything. Because uh. she's been around since she was two. Yeah, ET obviously way back in the day. Firestarter. Forever. I love that line. Please don't make me do anything. <laughs> I don't want to do anything at all. Just nothing. Just I want to lay there and lay there. James Blunt is 50. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Okay, that's enough. That's okay. Yep. Yeah. That guy. 50 years old today. That guy's older than Drew Barrymore. How is she only 49? Is that right? Can you? Can, I, I'll can look you, that up. That doesn't. Yeah. Let's workshop that. It feels like she's in her 50s at least. I mean, I know she's been around forever, but I suppose when E.T. came out, she was, what, four or she five? Was little. That was yeah. in the 40s? Yeah. Or the 80s, excuse me. He's 49. Scott Phillips is 51. He is the drummer for Creed and Alter Bridge. All I want to scream is Chelsea! Yeah, I don't know why I'm always doing that. I needed to pick me up this morning, and that did uh, it. Well, I was reading the drunk words, and then Jeremy came up, and I said, and I, oh, I was like, so I shared it on his Facebook page that it was Scott Phillips' birthday with the Creed Shreds video, and then I, of course, indulged uh-huh. and watched it because it's very funny. Chicka chicka chicka. <laughs> Thomas Jane is fifty-five. He was uh, in that two thousand four Punisher movie. He was in that movie The Mist, where they ran out of bullets. Something in the mist. <laughs> Something in the mist took John Lee. And catch your breath. Something in the mist took John Lee. Stuff in the mist took everybody. Big big bugs. Yeah, big creepy bugs in the mist. And then not enough bullets at the end. 
Rachel Dratch is 58. I had a mole looked at recently, and the doctor told me that due to the extent of its irregular borders, I'm flirting with a melanoma. Her character wasn't even that funny. It's that Jimmy Fallon couldn't hold it together. He just couldn't. He can never no. hold it together. But especially in that skin, he just always <laughs> lost it. Uh, John Ashton is 76. He plays Sergeant Taggart in the Beverly Hills Cop movies. I'm Sergeant Taggart, and this is my partner, Detective Rosewood. New one coming out, right? Beverly Hills Cop 4? Supposedly, yeah. Trailer's out, man. Yeah, looking looks forward good. to it. Eh, we'll see. It can't be worse than, well. Yeah. <laughs> It shouldn't be worse than the third. The third one was really bad. And that was the hair I was, I was, I had the problem with my hair when I was growing it out. I looked like Taggart. It was not good. Uh, Steve Irwin, born on this day in 1962. He died in 2006. Oh, crikey. Stingray got him. Mm-hmm. In the chest. Sure did. And born on this day in 1968. He died in 1996. Early in the morning. The lead singer, front man, the sublime Bradley Noel. Light me up that cigarette and I'll strap shoes on my feet. Got to find a mm-hmm. What could have been, right? What could have been? All those years of artistry that we missed out on. Good vibe and music. February 22nd, 65 years ago, 1959, the very first ever Daytona 500 was run. Also on this day in 1980, 44 years ago. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Oh, man. We kicked so much Russian ass that day. F that, you, Russia. That was the day, huh? The miracle on ice. Four to three, 13th Winter Olympics in Lake Placid. Bunch of college kids beat those Russian bastards. And then we went on to beat the crap out of Finland as well and took home the gold, baby. Mm. And you can watch the movie and feel really oh. American. On this day in 1983, Styx dropped their 11th album, Kilroy Was Here, featuring... Domo. Domo. If that ain't prog rock, I don't know what is. 35 years ago today doesn't really need an introduction. But then when it came time to actually award the best hard rock metal Grammy, did Metallica win it? No. Nor did their fellow nominees, ACDC, Jane's Addiction, or Iggy Pop. And of course, two of the biggest acts of 1988, Guns N' Roses and Def Leppard, hadn't even been nominated. No, the best hard rock award went to... (laughs) Jethro Tull. That's right, on this day at the 31st Grammy Awards, Jethro Tull somehow beat Metallica, ACDC, Jane's Addiction for the Best Best Hard hard Rock rock Heavy Metal Grammy. The first one ever, by the way. They decided to add it, and they gave it to Jethro friggin' Tull. One year later, 34 years ago, 1990, the Damn Yankees supergroup featuring Uncle Ted released their self-titled debut... a jam, man. Yeah, supergroups are interesting, aren't they? What's that? Supergroups are interesting when they get when you get that many talented people together and try to do a Damn collaboration. Damn high enough. 1993 Radiohead dropped their debut album Pablo Honey featuring their massive hit. I'm a I'm a I'm a Radiohead. 
2002, 22 years ago today, legendary cartoonist and animator from Warner Brothers, Chuck Jones, died at the age of 89. He created Roadrunner, Wile E. Coyote, Marvin the Martian, uh. Pepe Le Pew, produced and directed tons of classic Looney Tunes cartoons as well. Died on this day in uh, 2002. It's pretty prolific. Very. There you go. Some birthdays and pop culture stuff. Jethro Tull. That's offensive. That's all you ever need to know about the Grammys. If you ever think the Grammys have any sort of merit whatsoever. The first ever. The first ever hard rock heavy metal uh, category that they ever introduced. They gave it the effing Jethro Tull. And as you heard there, they didn't even nominate Guns N' Roses <laughs> or Def Leppard in 1989. I mean, come on, man. What are you doing? Aqualung. Yeah, there was that. Rock mornings. On air. Online. On the app. Shaw in the newsroom three-way. Our last one of the morning. Bad news, happy music to get to. The friggin' mm-hmm. sports. Daily check-ins as well. What do we got, man? Well, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers is signaling that he will not sign a Republican bill that would release tens of millions of dollars to combat PFAS pollution. The bill would create grants for municipalities to test for the chemicals, but would also dramatically scale back environmental regulators' authority to take action against polluters. This bill passed the Senate in November. It's expected to pass the Assembly today. The town of Campbell Supervisor Lee Donahue said people there have been using bottled water for four years. However, she opposes this bill because it would weaken the state's enforcement authority, and she's questioning whether the state will take action. She said people are tired of waiting for the state to act, but it looks like that's what's going to happen because the state's full-time legislature is calling it quits for the rest of the year. The assembly is done today. The Senate will meet just one day in March, and then both bodies will take the next 10 months off to campaign. A number of Americans are dealing with cellular outages this morning on AT&T, Cricket Wireless, Verizon, T-Mobile, and other service providers, according to data from downdetector.com. AT&T had more than 64,000 outages this morning in locations including Houston, Atlanta, and Chicago. Cricket Wireless had more than 13,000, according to the outage tracking website. Verizon had more than 4,000 outages a large Alabama hospital has paused in vitro fertilization treatments as healthcare providers weigh the impact of a state court ruling that says frozen embryos are the legal equivalent of children. The University of Alabama Birmingham Health System said that it must evaluate whether its patients or doctors could face criminal charges or punitive damages for undergoing IVF treatments. Other fertility treatment providers in the state are continuing to provide IVF. The ruling by the Alabama Supreme Court prompted a wave of concern about the future of IVF treatments in that state. You may see big riverboats in Lacrosse less often now that the American Queen Company has announced it's shutting down and canceling cruises on the Mississippi. AJ Frelds from the Explore Lacrosse Tourism Bureau hopes that travelers who might otherwise have gone on the American Queen will still consider visiting the area. We certainly hope that the folks that would have or have or book with uh, American Queen would find their way to another provider, another carrier, and still find their way up the river and 
into the lacrosse region. While the American Queen won't be stopping here anymore, it appears the Viking Cruise Line still has more than a dozen stops in lacrosse planned for 2024. Former President Jimmy Carter has another distinction to his name. The 99-year-old is the first of the U.S. presidents to be honored with an official White House Christmas ornament while still living. The ornament was unveiled yesterday. It's the latest in a yearly series issued by the White House Historical Association. Carter's ornament is shaped like an anchor and a nod to his Navy service. Other aspects of Carter's presidency are represented by doves, a globe, a submarine, and peanuts. Carter remains in hospice care at his home in Georgia. His wife, former First Lady Rosalind Carter, died in November. So they just put a bunch of stuff the president likes on the ornament? Yeah, it, it? Okay. you know, right. reflects his... Life. career is life it's like uh one of those plates that i can get i gotta call an 800 right. number the presidential plates just three monthly installments <laughs> is that still a thing i haven't seen those ads in a while you remember, oh i do like, the remember commemorative them, plates like, yeah. dude those were a thing and people were buying them on the on the like before the internet it was mm-hmm. you had to call the 800 number get the- but it wasn't qvc it was it was you know it was just some commercial for some sort of commemorative plate <laughs> And it was, you know, it was random stuff, too. It wasn't always presidents. It was like, get this bald eagle commemorative plate and ashtray set right now by calling 969 eagles. You know, it's like, I just remember them always being these weird things like, who the hell's collecting this crap? And then you go over to some Somebody somebody's was. grandmother's house. You're like, Somebody oh, was. it's her. Speaking of that, those, those uh, you know, those little, what are they, forever moments? Those little, The precious moments. I saw that. They're apparently like ones that are super valuable, like Beanie Babies. Do you, you know those precious moments things, Sean? Yeah, I've heard of them. So everybody growing up in the 70s and 80s had one of these in their house. Well, the and usually you, you would have them with your name on it, right? My mom had a music box made, okay. and it was supposed to be me, and it had my name on it. And I remember vividly having it for a while well, there when was I was a teenager in my room. All sorts of collections. There was ones... Well, there's all sorts, and there were some people who had curio cabinets who had yeah. hundreds oh. of them in it. But they're yeah. they're saying some of them, Shaw, might be super worth money now. Yeah, thousands of dollars. Huh. So if your grandmother uh, kicks the bucket, and uh, you know, and you're having an estate sale, check out those precious moments figurines first. Check them out. Which ones should you keep? You know that kind of thing. Which ones are the ones that are expensive? I think I have like two that are left from when I was little, but they're both had been broken at one yeah. point or glued together. Obviously, they should <laughs> so be. So they're in- not. They're not uh, worth anything anymore. Good condition if you're going to try to make that mint on them. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you again for Bad News, Happy Music. And we'll get to the friggin' sports after Daughtry. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Daughtry, artificial. It's time for the friggin' sports. And see-through uniforms. Like uh, transparent? Yeah. This is going to be a thing in Major League Baseball until they get it fixed. What? (laughs) The new Fanatics MLB uniforms have been one of the biggest talking points in baseball over the last couple of weeks and for very good reason. The quality of the new look apparel is so atrocious it defies belief. Like, you look at it when they're wearing it, and you're like, how did they even, did they not check? You can see right through it. Like they're junk? This is not just the fan replica stuff either. This is the stuff the ballplayers are wearing, right? Some That's of the what stuff, I'm saying. Like, they're out on the field, and it's... The Marlins released a video of Cal Rowley, or Raleigh, 
telling dad jokes. Nobody could pay attention to the punchline of the dad jokes, though, because there was a much bigger distraction. If you go and you Google Cal, C-A-L, Rally, R-A-L-E-I-G-H of the Marlins, it's on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, and you can see his shirt tucked into his pants, like right through it. Now, a lot of times, if you have really tight pants on that are stretchy, and you tuck something in, yeah, you can see the outline of it, but you can see clearly <laughs> this dude's shirt inside his pants. It's not edited either. The new Fanatics pants are so see-through that you can see the shirt tails right through the fabric. I synced it. He synced it. It's not difficult to see where this is going to head either because if you can see the white shirt tails and some players down there with a hammer, probably going to see that too. At Farmers Insurance, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Yeah. You can see it. We saw that guy's junk through his pants because they're see-through. The invisible man. So these players, I mean, they've been saying this is a problem since they got to spring training. Oh, yeah. Basically. Well, and they sprung it on them in spring training. You get down there to Florida or Arizona or wherever the hell you're spring training, and then all of a sudden you put on the uniform. Whoa! Hey. Everybody can see my dick and balls. I got all my junk and my, my huevos, my, my mommy daddy button, my, my wedding tackle. It's all out there. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Major League Baseball Players Association Executive Director Tony Clark said players are just as, quote, frustrated with the new MLB jerseys as everyone else is. Earlier this week, days before the start of spring training, Clark said Major League Baseball Players Association is now working on behalf of the players to resolve the jersey issue ahead of opening day on March 28th. Yeah, brah, you got like a month. You better figure it out. Overwhelmingly negative has been the... Oh, everybody hates him. I mean, if you're swinging a hammer down there and you're happy with it being out there for public consumption, then I guess good for you. Now that penis had a mind. I'd recognize that penis anywhere. (laughs) Tony Clark said, quote, we are on the phone with the requisite parties that are involved in making that decision because we aren't. Happy, obviously. Hopefully we can get some things done over the course of the next six weeks of spring training because I'd hate to be in a place where we're still having conversations about some of the challenges we have in that regard once the lights come on. Oh, my gosh. It is it is pretty thin, isn't it? Yeah. The league unveiled their new Nike Vapor Premier uniforms that are manufactured by Fanatics to less than stellar reviews. Although the jerseys are, quote, engineered to improve mobility, moisture management, and fit... The threads have drawn criticism over the cheap look, the small lettering, and the limited customization options. Not to mention the fact that you can see through them. I'm pretty good in the pants department. <laughs> Thank you, Shaw. It's unbelievable that these made it through testing to production without anybody saying, wow, those are horrible and see-through. Ladies. Yeah. If they're still hello. wearing those things in the middle of... Uh, well, hello. And you're talking about a dry uniform. You put that on a guy, well, he's and not it gets wet. Playing. Right, he's that's just, what I'm saying. He's standing there in the locker room telling dad jokes. But you put that guy on the field... Moving around sweating and Sweating and rain. Oh, yeah. Put it on in the field all sweaty and rainy. <laughs> Do it. Do it. There ain't going to be any kids in the stands anymore. It's going to be a bunch of divorced moms. <laughs> sweaty and rainy, yes. Check out the buns on that guy. <laughs> Friggin' sports. Brian and Gene on your Rock Mornings. We got bad news, happy music coming up. Rock Mornings. Only on 95.7 The Rock. You're about to enter a beautiful, exciting, wonderful new world. 
cockroach living in your nostril. Now that's just nasty. Add in some having pooped for 30 days. Poop is raining from the ceilings. Poop. And sprinkle in some hashtag Florida man for flavor. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man quits his Burger King job, steals all of their chicken nuggets. It's bad news. Bad news. With happy music. Let's rock. What do we got today, Shaw? Well, how much money you got, Brian? On me right now? No. Like in general? Yeah. Are we talking liquid cash or are we talking yeah. overall assets? Let's talk liquid cash. Enough. Okay. Probably not enough, though. Because the world's most expensive property is now up for sale. Ooh. A mega estate in Florida is set to become the world's most expensive property, featuring three whopping mansions three? and a Ooh. private place to park your yacht. Yeah. If it finds a buyer ready to splash the whopping amount, it would become the most expensive piece of property on earth. It's currently priced for sale at $235 million. Nestled in a peninsula in Naples, Florida, this estate can be found in a gated compound that faces the breezy sea. It's called Gordon Point, and it features three luxurious mansions, including an 11,000-square-foot main house, a 5,500-square-foot home, and a 5,800-square-foot residence. The property has a beach frontage with water on three sides, three massive swimming pools, and, of course, a place to park your yacht. And whoever ends up buying the lavish estate will also get immediate membership to the Port Royal Club, according to the sale listing. So is it going to be underwater in a few years with the climate change? Maybe. Is that why they're I'm selling guessing it? you got to wear pants to this club, right? Probably. Yeah, exactly. I think so, yes. So they let yes. people with psoriasis in there? Because if they, I bet they don't. It's a pants only club, mm-hmm. Brian. I bet they wouldn't let me in. Yeah, long sleeves and pants. They think they would recommend you. Yeah. Nope. Uh, American voters are skeptical that President Joe Biden is mentally fit to serve a second term. But most do not think that his potential rival, Donald Trump, is mentally fit either. This according to Quinnipiac University's latest poll. 64% in the poll said Biden was mentally unfit for another term. 51% of voters told the pollster they did not think that Trump was mentally fit for a second term on Pennsylvania Avenue. The latest polling from Quinnipiac shows Biden leading Trump by about four points, even as two-thirds of voters said they judged Biden to be too old to serve another full term in the White House. My original instinct was to pull out. It's the best instinct, Shaw. Yes. The pull-out instinct. Mm-hmm. The one I go with. Uh, an update on a story we had the other day. Oh. A severed human leg found over the weekend on a subway train in the Bronx. Yeah could belong to a man who was hit by a train days earlier. The left leg was discovered by transit workers on Saturday. They believe the leg had been separated from the man when he was hit by a train miles away and days earlier. Oh, so it carried his ass all the way down the The, the leg. The man's body was discovered nearly nine miles away. Investigators believe a train could have dragged that leg for those miles. Oh, sure it could have. Although they have yet to confirm if the leg belongs to the man. There's no word on what led to his death. But they said no criminality. The train. My guess is the separation of the leg from the rest of the body played a big part in that. Oh, I can get you a tow by 3 o'clock this afternoon with nail polish. He got hit by a train, right? That's That's probably probably what caused his death, yes. (laughs) No word on what caused his death. The 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 man with the two body parts found in the train that are connected. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of trains... However crappy your day at work has been, it was probably still better than that time an Amazon driver got hit by a train. Oh! Uh, this happened back in November of 2021 in Milwaukee. 
But now TMZ has obtained video of the actual incident. Ugh, you can how? see the, You can see the moment that an Amtrak train absolutely rips through this delivery van. Mm. It's a harrowing moment as all of the airbags are deployed. The driver's glasses are knocked off his face. Uh, the train misses the delivery driver by just inches and can be seen whizzing past where the whole cargo section of the van used to be. Miraculously, the driver came away from the ordeal unscathed uh, the video contains crash footage as seen from a camera facing out the front of the van, and the windshield can be seen shattered on impact. You're going the wrong way! What? You're going the wrong way! Was it one of those trains, John? Right? Planes, trains, and automobiles? No. Oh, man, oh, man. I, t- I watched the video. Unbelievable. Oh, I saw it. Die. I don't know how the guy didn't die. I'm, I'm just incredible. Just crazy. A woman in Georgia has been celebrated by her senior living community as she reached a milestone birthday. Her 107th birthday, Lillian Mortimer, rather, is setting the record straight on what being 107 is like. She said, enjoy the activities, enjoy the pool, do what you can. It's been a very good life. Mm. Uh, She says she loves the pool at her senior living community in Georgia. she does. Uh, Despite her age, her memory, sharp, her jokes, funny as ever. She's still mobile. Uh, She said keeping healthy is how she has continued to stay active. Her friends gathered the other day to celebrate her milestone birthday. Mm. 107. 107. Raj, meet your new partner. I'm too old for this by the way, he was like 42. In the movie? In that movie, Lethal Weapon, when he said he's too old for this movie. Right. I feel you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't have to be in my 90s to feel too old that's for stuff. True. You know what I mean? It's like the whole cocoon thing. with. Yeah, but I, that's... Yeah. 107. Still mobile. She's out there yeah. dunk, dunking on people. Go swimming. Still moving. Go swimming yeah. in the pool. Right? Good for her. Uh, what happens in Las Vegas doesn't always stay in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. That applies to bed bugs that may hitch a ride with you back to your home. At least four guests staying in popular hotels on the Vegas Strip encountered the pests in their rooms between September and January, according to records from the local health department. Health inspectors confirmed bedbug sightings at the Encore, Venetian, Excalibur Hotel, and the Mirage. The Nevada Resort Association said that with some 155,000 hotel rooms and 41 million annual visitors, four rooms impacted over a nearly five-month period shows these are extremely rare and isolated occurrences. Oh, I'm sure they want you to believe that. Yeah, when hotels encounter bed bugs, the guests are relocated and exterminators are called in, but they caution that bed bugs can be transported just about oh, anywhere man. in your They're luggage awful. or on your clothing. Remember what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. No. Uh, <laughs> Except for herpes. And bed It'll bugs. come back with you. And bed bugs. <laughs> Yeah, bedbug encounters probably are much more common. Many of them go unreported Awful. to the government. One of the worst things I've ever had to experience. No, thank you. Absolutely when We lived not. in, a, I told you this story many times, lived in that apartment, me and Joe and Justin and uh-uh. people that lived below us went nope. on vacation in Mexico and came back and all of a sudden everybody had bedbugs. No, had to no, throw no, so no, much no, stuff no, away. Oh, man. Mattresses, dude, they get into the like, so the ribbon, you know, the ribbing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, the like the little, uh, goes around the top of the mattress or whatever. Yeah. They get underneath that like... That stitching fabric, that stitching and stuff, and it's and uh, and it's you can't even believe it. It's just awful. No, Mm-mm. the girl I was dating was waking up with. She thought she was getting bit by spiders. She's like, "I'm waking up, I'm getting, yeah, I'm itchy, oh, and I'm getting these yeah. red marks." I'm like, "All right." So then one day I was changing the sheets in the bed, and I looked, and something was on, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" And then I and I had never encountered bed bugs before, so I saw it. I'm like, "Oh my god!" I think right. we got. And then you lift up that fabric, and you see, and you're oh, like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Burn the house down. 
And that's almost it. Yeah, heat is what gets rid of them, apparently. Oh. Yeah, and it's hard. It's not like you can just go in there with a bug bomb and just exterminate them that way, Shaw. At least when we had it, it that was the issue because, mm-hmm. you know, we we looked into it, and the landlord guy's like, them. he's like, you got to essentially put a big tent over the house, and then you got to heat it up real hot, and then they die. And then you got to go in there and get rid of all the carcasses. And stuff. Uh. Or you just throw everything away. Uh, here's a promotion idea that didn't work as expected. Red Lobster has made a significant change to its all-you-can-eat deal. Now, the brand announced back in June that its ultimate endless shrimp deal would become a permanent menu item. Uh, Those who took advantage of the bottomless shrimp deal, however, seemingly ate so much that it directly affected financial losses for Red Lobster. (laughs) Third-quarter earnings reports from Red Lobster noted an $11 million operating loss, of which the ultimate endless shrimp was seemingly a direct part. The deal was offered initially at $20 for all-you-can-eat shrimp at Red Lobster. Then it was increased to $23 and then to $25, but the price hike did not prevent the financial decline. Uh, The company director said, we knew the price was cheap, but the idea was to bring more traffic to the restaurants. Uh, That, however, did not work. How much shrimp could you See, my problem with the shrimp there is that they bring them out like four at a time. Mm. Have you ever had the endless shrimp? Why would I ask you? You don't. You can eat one (laughs) shrimp. Endless shrimp, no. So, at least when I went the one time, uh, you order the first, like whatever your first order is, they bring it out. You know, the plate with all the food on it, the biscuits and everything else. But then when you want to get the next, it's kind of like Olive Garden. You know, when you get these, all you can eat. So. Instead of bringing out just a bunch of shrimp and you just eat them all, you know what I mean? They bring you out like four of them at a time and mm-hmm. they're cooked the way you want them. You know, they have different yeah. like ways to cook them and stuff like that. And then so, and it, those four. And then, and then once then you, you do that, then they bring another one. And then once you do that, they, and, they, and they slow the process down. So I can't really hammer. So I'm, sh- <laughs> I'm kind of shocked that they, they're losing money on this thing because you can't really just hammer the shrimp. I mean, you got to sit there for a really extended period of time to do some damage, Shaw. Well, apparently long enough because it's done some damage to their bottom line. Mm. Uh, Some dogs will do anything for a car ride. In St. Petersburg, Florida, three dogs jumped into a stranger's car and took over the front seats. Hell yeah. Uh, Facebook user uh, Casey Kelke said she was dropping her child off at a daycare and left her door open. That's when three German shepherds jumped inside. (laughs) A picture shows two of the dogs sitting on the front seats, another lounging on the floorboard. Uh, She said the pets were holding my car hostage and she needed to get to work. Uh, She couldn't get the dogs to come out of the car and had to call the police. Police responded to the scene after the dogs wouldn't budge. Police said the dogs were well-behaved and appeared to be ready for a car ride. They were able to tug on the animals' collars to help coax them out. Where are we Uh, going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Officers aren't sure how long the dogs were in the car. Uh, Police said they gave the dogs a lift to the animal urgent care until the owner was located and took them home. You can't get dogs out of your car? I don't know what What did you do? What did you try? Well, Did you go get a like a piece of ham from the fridge or cheese or some peanut butter? Just open the door and say, come here. I I don't know. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt on this one in that there was three German shepherds. They really wanted to be in the car. I get that. I get that. Maybe she's afraid of dogs, but I'm just, what did you do? You just get out of there. Okay, well, I'm going to well, call on, the cops. Come on, 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 come on. Okay, that I've tried. There's three 85-pound mm. German Shepherds. I don't know they're, I don't know what they're all about. I don't know where they came from. I don't know how they got here. Yeah, they're wagging their Who tails. they belong to, what's mm. going on. And if someone tells you, I have a rocket launcher in my car, <laughs> you might respond, are you smoking crack? 
Well, for this guy, the answer was yes. Yes. Police were called to the parking lot of a Red Roof Inn in Massachusetts to investigate a suspicious vehicle. Uh, cops approached, talked to the driver, and saw some potential drug paraphernalia. They searched the car and found crack cocaine mm-hmm. and an M-190 U.S. Army rocket launcher. Hell yeah. The driver, Harvey Johnson, was arrested and charged with possession of crack cocaine and possession of an incendiary device. How'd he get that? I don't know. The rocket launcher was turned over to the Bureau of Alcohol, active, Tobacco, and Firearms. Did it have an active mortar in it? I don't think so. Ah, what the hell's the point of having it? <laughs> if you can't load that thing and fire it, then what the hell's the point? You're just walking around with a launcher. You just got a tube with a switch on it. That's all you That's got. All, yeah, really. <laughs> big and crack. Whoop, big whoop. Yeah, well, and crack. You had some... Rocket fuel malt liquor. Damn. Those things must be fun. Rocket launchers? Hell yeah. You send a tube and then you make sure it's pointed the right way. That's key. Unlike in uh, Commando when Radon Chong pointed it the wrong way. Oops. Or you get that one like Arnold has where he puts it on his shoulder and it's Uh got like 17 of them in there. Did he get it at Army Navy surplus store? And it just I don't know was... if he, that's that's a black market thing, is my <laughs> guess. Probably going to trade it for more crack. That guy. What can I how much crack can I get with this rocket launcher? <laughs> I don't know. Is there a mortar in it? No. Then you get nothing. You get no crack. Bad news, happy music. Thanks, Shaw. Yep. Talk to you tomorrow. Rock mornings. Monday to Friday, six to nine. Call. Hello. Email. I tried emailing you. Text. So many ways to check in with us. Check, check. We rely on you guys for traffic updates, requests, and all sorts of other stuff. Check this out. That lady did not try hard enough. I'm looking at a picture of these dar- the German Shepherds in the back of the cop car. They did not. She did not try hard enough. Those look like very nice dogs. Very good boys and girls. <laughs> they look like they're just excited. To be in the car. They wanted to go look for at, a ride. Come look, come look at these dogs. You're t- look, I get it. Big dogs can scare some people. Look at these. Look at this idiot. Look at his face. Look at that face. Does that look like the face of a, a... Look at this one. He's like, come on, dude. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Those are dogs that you can get out of the car with some peanut butter or something. Come on, lady. She didn't try hard enough. I think she was scared. Uh, Nate said rocket launchers don't fire mortars, Brian. Okay, well, whatever they fire. Missiles, bombs, I don't rockets. know. Rockets, <laughs> mortars, whatever it is. I just chose the word mortars. Thank you very much. I've never fired one. I wouldn't know. But it sounds fun. I would like to fire one. So if you have one, I won't tell anyone. We'll keep it between us and we can go somewhere and I will pay you a, hunt, a handsome sum of money. Lots of land. To let Pri- me, private, to let me... lots of private yes. land. yes. I would like that. That would be fun for me. Maybe with an old car. Blow it up. Any kind, Actually, any kind of large weaponry. Tank. Cannon. Trebuchet. Don't they have those places? Yeah, they do. They do. Where you can I pay do or it whatever? In, I want to do it in Sparta, okay? I don't want to, like, drive to the middle of somewhere else. I want to do it. Because I think you can pay and go yeah. and be destructive. Well, it's the same with those. They got them for the construction stuff. You can mm-hmm. mess around with the big backhoes and all that crap. Thanks, Nate. Uh, Courtney texted and said bird mites were an absolute nightmare as well. Hmm? We were talking about bed bugs yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, bird mites. Never heard of them. I'm assuming it's something that you get when you have birds. Must be like fleas. For dogs and cats. Oh, maybe. Bird mites. 
Mike texted in earlier. We were talking about those plates that you order on the uh, on the phone number, the 900 number. Franklin Mint. Oh, is that the collector thing? Yeah. they, they Well, not the only one, but they were a big one back in the 80s. You call into the 900 number, the Franklin Mint. And get your plate? Collectible plates, yeah. Cheryl texted in and said, uh, Brian, talk to my son. He is a mortar man. Look, I've, I've made sparkler bombs in the past. Yeah, I've, I'm... It's okay. I I remember. It was fun. It was <laughs> dangerous. Fun. Dumb. You were. Awesome. You guys were out on the sandbar. Hell yeah, we were. But not wasn't much left after we put that <laughs> sparkler bomb on it. It was good. Bird mites. You want to know more? Uh, barely. Go ahead. They're naturally found where birds like pigeons, starlings, sparrows, poultry, and their nests are located. However, in the first few weeks after birds leave their nests, the mites infest homes nearby in search of a blood meal from humans. Blood meal? Nope. Don't like that. I'm Brian Fellow. Small bites. That bird is a liar. (laughs) I'm Brian Fellow. He's starting to make me mad. He better shut up. Small bites all over the body, most active during the night and early morning. Mm. The itch is manageable during the daytime, but it increases while you're trying to sleep. How you get rid of them? I don't know. How do you get rid of them? Is it powdered sugar? It's delicious, sir. The lice hate it. Getting rid of them. Uh... Bobby says, Brian, how big of a cannon you want in a fire? Any size? <laughs> I've seen those little desktop ones. I don't want one. I'm talking damage control, man. I know they used to do one at the gin mill, right? They That, that was like uh, they had their big party and they had a cannon. Or something like that, and they would fire it at an I old think car. So. Something like that. That's what you're talking about. Land, yeah. vehicles. Yeah. Destruction. Blowing stuff up. Hell yeah. I've been trying to convince the Polar Plunge people for years to sell raffle tickets to get some dynamite. You get to press the plunger. Kind of like what they do with the fireworks. You know what you I mean? Blow you get up to the go ice. There. There's no ice to blow up this year. I know, but we could still throw some dynamite in the river and kill some fish. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Thanks for all the correspondence. Good to hear from you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow.